How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) There is the Hump Day Ape, Danny Merang. Who now I like? I just can't get it out of my head right now. Your big, huge feet, tiny little legs, and tiny little hands with long arms. That's all I think about now, Meringue. Which I mean, when you think about it, it's pretty monkey esque. Yeah, <laughs> very true. The Meringue tank tracks. True. I mean, it plays. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, uh, Farhad, uh, our P1, he. It tweeted a picture of SpongeBob yesterday to us with like his little arms waving, and I was like, that's very accurate. It's, that looked very similar to the description that you gave us yesterday. Not, it's not far off. It's not. That's why <laughs> was I everything with... okay with you today? Uh, I mean, How are we doing? I mean, I, I'm okay. I got stuck in my neighborhood because of the poo pipe construction is still ongoing, but, you know. Again. Yeah, well, they are. Uh-huh. What's, what's interesting is uh, the, the roads in Newburgh suck to a level that I can't really – truly grasped by people in Portland, like, oh, the roads here suck. No, 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 they don't. No, head to Newburgh. I'll tell you that. Well, what do you guys got going on there? It's, I mean, every road there is just incredibly old and torn up and pothole hell. But what's interesting is they're literally ripping half the street out or a third of the street out to dig this, this dredge, this, you know, pipeline. Uh And they're pouring new uh, asphalt on top of it. And even with this, like, brand new strip in, and it being torn to hell, it's actually making the road more drivable because they're ripping out so many <laughs> potholes that they're putting in, like, one flat stretch that you can put, like, one side of your car on. And so it actually makes the driving down the neighborhood road a little bit better. See, silver linings there. There is something to it, what you're talking about, though. When you're driving down a road and it's like you, you don't realize how loud it is, mm-hmm. and then you hit, like, that patch Smooth. of new asphalt, and you're like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> they they uh they've redone the freeway out to the beach because the beach used to be just mid, like that twenty six out to the beach used to be. I mean, you guys live out there, you know how bad it gets once you start getting up the hill, or it, it, you know it used to. I uh, I went out there for a wedding in September, and I was like, the road's quiet. I don't yeah. I don't know what to. Do. I got so used to the you know the entire way out there for years, and now it's quiet. It's just like. Ah, 
of the things you notice as you get older and more washed. The, 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 the level of noise generated by the road. Hey, you know what it's called? It's called the little things in life. Ah, you appreciate yes. them a little bit more. As we slowly Still... wither and die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Got right him. There. Jeff Rust is here. Jeff Rust, how are you, sir? Good. You caught me eating Cheetos. No better way to. Okay. Are you going <laughs> crunchy or puff? Crunchy. That's the only way okay. to fly. Ooh, I don't know. There's some days uh, you can catch me, and I'll I'll be a puff guy. My kids like the puffs. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you got to get me on the right day. But the, there is a time and a place for Cheeto puffs. Puff guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Puff guy. Puff guy. Puff guy. Uh, puff, puff. The, the, number one, no. Number two, my God. What? Is it? Is there anything? More satisfactory than like when you crave a Cheeto, that first crunch, like that, the one that's kind of shaped like a caveman club. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, the when, old Captain oh, yeah. Caveman. Yeah, yeah. When, when you get that yeah. one, you get that hard <laughs> crunch, and you're like, ah, oh, that's the. Because th- I'm not even a big Cheeto guy, but when you do get it, yeah. when that flaming hot hits your tongue just right, yeah. So good. So that's one of the perks of having kids is getting to raid all of the snacks. Ooh, see, yeah, my, I, I, I just buy them myself and eat the entire pack. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> yes, yes, no, the snack monster is a problem. That is, that is, a, that is a problem right there. Um, I've got a, a small issue because I do have my uh, creeper stash going on, and yesterday I left, and, or my wife left for work, and that's when I sh- I shaved. I showered and shaved after she left in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so she came home from work, and I got the, what did you do to your face? <laughs> and I said, I have a mustache now. It's November. She goes, how long is that going to be on there? Get that off now. And I said, no, 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 no. This thing is staying. This is going to be parked on my upper lip for a while. And so uh, I'd like to announce November is my month of uh, celibacy. So <laughs> it's, it's incel month for there Dusty. There you go. I like how uh, our wives have completely just different reactions to the facial hair. Your wife is sitting there saying, take it off now. My wife is sitting here saying, put it back on. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What? I said, uh, I, I told her, hey, I've been told I look like uh, Pedro Pascal. And she goes, who is that? She goes, you look like Pedro. I think she was going for a vote for Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, you look like Pedro, right, buddy? That's pretty cool, I guess. I said, uh, People Magazine said he was one of the sexiest men alive. And she goes, yeah, what people are those? <laughs> it's people so in a magazine. So she's a fan? Yeah, no, you can count her as signed up. <laughs> it's not going well. Uh, I've got a long way to go. It's going to be a long month here, guys. So, uh, are you are you are you going to rock it all month? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it's uh, as long as the playoffs go, and so uh, uh, you know the high school football team. As long as as long as they keep winning, I'll keep the stash going. I'm going to have to go throw on some pads just to make sure this this happens. Look, we may be well, like that'll work. You'll break walking out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm solid enough. I'll give you a couple good snaps at guard. <laughs> I don't know. I may be like a week away from me trying to just like walk on the campus of a high school and the campus security going, you know, sir, you need to turn around. No, he's going to look at you and go, you know, you're not allowed within 100 feet. 
Like, no, 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 no. You out of here. You got a weird look about you, sir. Get on out of here. That mustache screams restraining order. I'm going to need you to leave, sir. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, this is going to be a rough one for me, guys. So thoughts and prayers. Um, I respect it. You're, you're leaning into it. Yeah. I mean, there's look, I can't lean away from it. <laughs> it's with me everywhere I go. The worst, though, is when you don't, like, I forgot that it's there. And so when I see somebody that I haven't seen in a while, they just go, oh. oh. The oh. reaction of, like, oh, no, it's, it's not entirely, like, real. It's, it's- and then I'm like, what? And they're like, I didn't. You're, you're, you're fa- oh, yeah. So yeah, that's the direction thing. you're going now, huh? <laughs> People you haven't seen that don't know what's going on are like, oh, he's in a dark place. <laughs> Midlife crisis mode. You just start randomly getting get well soon cards. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be there. I think we're going to be there. Either that or, like, just going to see some folks I haven't seen in a while, and they're going to be like, I, I don't think we have time to plan. The intervention just has to start now. <laughs> just, just need to sit him down and tell him. <laughs> How his decisions are affecting my life. <laughs> Someone just gives you an unsolicited business card for a psychologist. <laughs> hey, you yeah, know, just in case, you never know when you might need this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you folks on the fan text line, which is here, 503-250-1080, uh, thank you for your words of encouragement. I'm going to call them words of encouagement because anything else is... <laughs> There are words. It's not too kind. You guys words. are making me laugh. There are words there about me and my facial hair, and I will tell you I appreciate all of them at 503-250-1080. We have a radio show that we have for you today. <clears throat> Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network Insider, uh, brought to you by BetMGM. We, he will join us at 1.30. As always, we got to get picky. Across college football, what a big weekend in college football it is, is we've got uh, or, uh, Tennessee taking on the Georgia Bulldogs, one versus three. Um, I say one versus three because that is a new college football playoff rankings. They have been released and cheated us of a one versus two matchup. We will discuss those as well. Uh, the Duckies uh, popping in at eight in the top 25. A couple of surprises, though. Um, and the committee is definitely angling. They, There is a very real possibility we get three SEC teams in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very real. And there is a world where the Pac-12, uh, ACC, and Big 12 all get left out, if that is the case. On the outside. Which, wrap your head at- around that one. Not good. No. Not great, Bob. Not great. No, but there is a pathway. There is a runway. Pac-12 can get in. There's some great wins that are still on the table. We'll talk about all of that. Uh, we have some uh, NBA news, too. The Blazers back at it tonight. They get the Memphis Grizzlies after four days off. No Damian Lillard. No Dame. Uh, we won't know about Josh Hart probably until uh, game time. Uh, obviously, the other guys that are already hurt, Trenton Watford, Olivier Saar, uh, Gary Payton II, those guys are all out as well. Uh, but it is a national TV game, so the nation will get a chance to see uh, Shaden Sharp up against John Morant because it does sound like Desmond Bain is not going to go for the Grizzlies, which um, fortuitous for uh, for Mr. Sharp because Desmond Bain is a monster. And he would put him in a vice grip. Yeah, I mean, Desmond Bain is, is, is NBA Bain in the sense of the comic books. He's a very large, very strong, very, very good defender. Uh I kind of wanted to see Sharp against the measuring stick there, but also at the same time, let him shine on national TV. 
Let them ease it. This is the only ESPN game all year only for the Blazers. Game. My goodness gracious. They have one TNT game. Here's the thing, though. After the All-Star break, if the Blazers are still playing this, to, like, this level of basketball and Shaden Sharp is playing like he is, mm-hmm. they're going to get flexed into probably 15 slots because there's no way in hell that they're going to keep putting the Lakers on air. Oh, no. I mean, what they're doing with the Lakers right now is what they did with the Chicago Bears. We saw the Bears early because you got to get their mandatory primetime games out of the way. Then they'll shove them right into that early kick time on Sundays for the rest of the year. Um, the Lakers, they're not going to be relevant beyond Christmas. I mean, once Christmas, the New Year's over, yeah. how many times do we see them? And once you get past the, the trade deadline and you can like quite literally write them off because they can't make any additional moves – then you can just shove them in the corner. Yeah. True that. All right. Uh, so we got all of a sudden we got a ton to get to, including on the edge. Are we in or are we out on a lot of things in the world of sports? That will be at 2 o'clock. Where we have to start, though, ding dong, the witch is dead when pressure mounts even the most defiant crumble. Danny and Dusty on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We have got the evil force of the NFL. It appears is going to be on his way out. Daniel Snyder, according to multiple outlets, has hired Bank of America to help facilitate um, a potential sale of the Washington Commanders football team. And the NFL's long-suffering nightmare may be coming to an end. 
Well, it's very weird that uh, after talking about dossiers and threatening basically all of the owners, uh, that just a few weeks later, I'm sure it was, it, now we're just we're, we're finding out about it, which means the process started probably a few weeks ago at the same time he was talking about, or there was rumors and thoughts and talks about all of these dossiers and oh, private investigators. owners' meetings? Yes. Weird. <laughs> it's almost like probably that owners' meeting, what was discussed behind doors was, you're going to sell the team, Dan. Yeah. Because if you don't, well, we're going to bury you, and nobody in here likes you, and nobody's going to go to bat for you. That's the thing. is like that, that is, is an exclusive club, the ownership club. Oh, yeah. But you do have to get in and fit in because if you don't, they will throw you to the wolves. So this uh, really – it popped up this morning, and the first place I saw it was Forbes, and I'm not quite sure who who initially had it. Was it Axios? It looks like Axios was the first to break it. Well, and that that does make sense because Axios is a, a political website based out of Washington, D.C. And they would have and, the insight into that market as far as the high-level money changing of hands. Absolutely. And what came after that was a flood of reports, you know, essentially saying the same thing. And so the commanders have released a statement. It says Dan and Tanya Snyder and the Washington commanders announced today that they have hired Bank of America Securities to consider a potential transaction. The Snyders remain committed to the team, all of its employees, and the countless fans for putting the best product on the field <laughs> and continuing the work to set the gold standard for workplaces in the NFL. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine actually being – okay, so there's, there's, there's two things in this world of sports right now that are absolutely insane. One, the person at the at, – Doing PR for the commanders, my God. The, <laughs> Do you think they had to say, really? No, the Do person it, who sent that to? hauls their balls around in a wheelbarrow. Because oh. the, 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 the huevos needed to type that, let alone actually push send, is tremendous. And at the same time, the Brooklyn Nets are currently looking to hire a president of PR. <laughs> Hey, wanted, one in the same, sli- just move right over, just, D.C. to Brooklyn. Just wanted to slide that one in there. Just, you know, hey, if you wanted to uh, ruin your life for $120,000, there you go. Mm, it's ugly. What a, what a statement that one is. Wow. Um, all right. Now, here's here's what we do know. They have hired Bank of America Securities uh, for a potential transaction. Now, we don't know whether that is a stake in the team or the team as a whole. Uh, it, it apparently, they're saying, they told The Athletic, we're exploring all options of potential sales. I mean, I think I, I'll go out of the limb and say it's going to be the, the whole kit and caboodle, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put a uh, sizable bet on uh, Mr. Jeffrey Bezos buying that team. Well, there is a – they did – by 40% of the team, remember, from stakeholders uh, just a, a little over a year ago mm-hmm. for $875 million because there was the big pressure from the minority stakeholders to make a change in ownership, and so they just bought out everybody else. So they own 100% of the franchise. and that I mean, that doesn't make sense for them to use $875 million to buy up the 40% and then just turn around and resell that a little over a year later. I mean, they're not hurting for cash right now. This seems like they're getting the pressure to sell the whole damn thing. Yeah, and they're going to make a substantial amount of money because the buying of the shares is not going to equal the buying or the selling of the entire entity, as we just saw the, the Broncos go for $4 billion, 
the commanders in that market, in that region, uh, with even as tarnished as that stadium is and the, the reputation around the team and all that stuff, it's going to go for as much or more. Yeah, I, and this is going to be a very fascinating one. Uh, Forbes was early to report that already – Four calls from groups interested in purchasing the team had been fielded by Snyder and their group. Um, And that is, I mean, that's notable because of the fact that that means that the wheels have been in motion behind the scenes on this thing for a little bit longer. And there's always going to be groups ready in positioning themselves to purchase NFL franchises because one thing that we do know is you you have to be ready whenever that time comes, and you don't know necessarily when that time is going to come. But we already have the vultures circling and getting their ducks in a row because it's a fact that the Seattle Seahawks and the Portland Trailblazers will be sold in the next couple of years. And a lot of the reports are that it will be sold in 2024. And so there's teams that have – or ownership groups that have been getting been getting ready since Paul Allen died, really, because that's mm-hmm. when the news started coming out that those teams would be uh, forced to sail as part of Paul Allen's trust. Yeah, no, and that's the thing is that we are we've, – we've reached a – I don't want to see an apex, but we're we're at a point now where if you look around at the ownership in the NFL, it is very old, and you're starting to see the transition of the very olds. Like Jerry Jones isn't going to be around much longer. Mm-hmm. Like, and whether or not his kids are able, to, you know, a transition of power takes takes place there. It was a Stephen Jones um, takes over, you know, like uh, Mark Davis did for Al Davis. Those transitions are a little bit murkier when they start when you start talking about multiple stakeholders and all those situations. But again, these opportunities there's only 32 of these things mm-hmm. they don't come free all that often and when they do they come with a hefty price tag and they go quick because this is the number one billionaire play thing now is yeah. to ha- own a sports franchise whether it's the nfl whether it's the nba whether it's in soccer i mean whether it, it, this is the thing because this is it's in a, a very exclusive club when you're talking about particularly the nfl and the top flight soccer leagues yeah and this is going to be an interesting um an interesting footnote in all of this is, yes, the commanders are going to be for sale. You you say Bezos uh, it might be the guy and, and could be the guy to be the owner there. I wonder if he would be interested in the Seahawks a little bit more and just knowing that Seattle's going to be for sale and knowing that he doesn't have to build a stadium then. Um, he'll have a little bit of run where he can just continue to print checks and print money up in Seattle, and you don't have to worry about all of the things that kind of come along with owning the Washington Commanders right now, which is a PR nightmare. Mm-hmm. If you buy the Seahawks in a couple of years, you're sitting pretty. And, I mean, they have a good image. They had, do not need a new stadium anytime in the near future. You may have some renovations that you need to do to Lumen Field, but you don't have to rip it down and build a brand new one like you do in D.C. And, I mean... It's your hometown team, too. I wonder if that is something that Bezos would have a connection to. There's certainly that element of it. The flip side of it is is Bezos is spending a lot of time in Washington, D.C. these days. Yeah, facts. So that's also become a quasi-hometown as Amazon becomes a quasi-lawmaker as the world pushes forward. And the flip side is when you talk about D.C., perhaps building a new stadium is a more interesting proposition because Mm. you're, you're... more often than not, you're not footing the bills because, you know, people end up doing stupid things and they keep paying for stadiums. 
It's the dumbest thing ever. It is, but with that and building in gambling, if you have the opportunity to build your own stadium, do you build your own uh, casino? In, oh, yeah. In, like, and you talk about the, the, the regions that they're looking at building one. I mean, there, there was a, a plan to build a, a stadium on the river with a hotel next door and with, you know, uh, gambling adjacent uh, properties involved. And that's, that's, I mean, that's the ultimate dream right now for any uh, top four league owner is to integrate the gambling part of this because of the literal billions of dollars that are on, on hand and, and ready to go. Yeah. You know, something else to keep an eye on, the, the commanders apparently are for sale right now. Um, I was listening to uh, Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com. You know, Mark Davis is considered the owner of the Raiders right now because he is kind of running the show. But his mother, Carol Davis, is the actual owner. And the Davis family is not flush with cash like no. some of the other owners. And one thing that the NFL has is a protection uh, for itself so you don't have, you know, owners with kind of flaunting fake money around is you have to pony up and you have to have cash on hand. I think and it's I think it's close to 40% of the value of the team. Yes, cash reserves have to be available. And Carol Davis is very old. And when she dies, uh-huh. it's going to be, does Mark Davis have enough money to keep that team? Same thing with the McCaskey family, which owns the Chicago Bears. Now, there's families that you don't worry about that with, like the Roonies and the Maras and the Tishes, because More money they are God. independently wealthy as yes. well. Not wealthy because of the football franchise that they started, you know, whether it was 60 years ago or 100 years ago for your, you know, the Chicago Bears. So those are things they did to keep an eye on is that we may have a lot of teams going for sale in the NFL in the next five to ten years, some expected like the Commanders right now and the Seahawks, but some unexpected ones that may pop up because I don't know, we don't know, and we don't necessarily know the finances of some of the families that have, have long owned NFL teams. Those may be uh, tougher to hold on to, and they could come for sale too. Big brands as well in major cities. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what this next generation of ownership looks like in the sense mm-hmm. of I'm I'm probably being foolhardy in this in this attempt but w- like watching the Welcome to Wrexham documentary and how Ryan Reynolds and McElhaney have handled things and even how Ballmer and Cuban to an extent have handled things in the NBA like maybe there's going to be a a chance where billionaires that are out there and it's it's always going to be a money making industry but they they give a damn about the product, the team, the community, and that stuff matters. I, I, I hope that's the case because yeah. there, we, we've just had so many owners where, clearly in Dan Snyder, that is just not the case at all. And then they spit in their faces and they don't care. And, I, I again, I'm, I'm not too hopeful because of the billionaire class has typically been, you know, awful. <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same time, we have seen successful changeovers and, and a betterment for teams and leagues kind of – going forward. So I, I, I have a small tinge of hope heading that direction. Behind closed doors, I would love to know what led to this. What led to Daniel Snyder finally backing down and, and going from the guy who was brash, cocky, arrogant, pacing around a room saying, I've got effing dirt on all these guys. <laughs> and... 
threatening guys like Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell to now, uh, just a month later, hiring Bank of America to facilitate a sale of the team. You know, I, I would love to know. Yeah, you know, you know what's crazy is uh, trying to mob boss tactics, 31 other mob bosses. <laughs> like, I, especially when you're you're not the mobbiest mob boss. Like that's the, like they're the the guys that are in like Jerry, like who was was a, was a Jerry Jones is an ally of, of Dan Snyder's at least at one point. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, Jerry Jones literally took you know front money from the Teamsters, saying you've got a dossier and you've got private investigators and you've got dirt on everyone to a guy with ties to Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Not exactly the brightest of moves. <laughs> no. Well, hey, commanders are uh, up for sale. I'm just a little bummed that they gave the team a crappy name before they womp, womp. put it up for sale. Would it be, and if you're a new owner coming in, can you change the name? I, mean, I, I assume that can. for $5.5 billion, you get the go-ahead to be like, look, they've only had this name for a year. Can we get out of this? You could rebrand it, but you, you're going to have to pay quite a bit for the, the the international merchandising rights and stuff like that for all the stuff that's already been printed out there. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, like what, the mugs that have the wrong state on yeah, them? Yo, yo, those, those ones are great. But here's the thing, <laughs> and this is why I firmly believe it'll be Bezos, is because you quite literally have the opportunity as the richest man in the world to flaunt that and, and, and build a brand. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can start from scratch with it. Yeah, and you have the ability and the money and the actual liquid assets to be like, nah, I don't care. I'm going to change this because it sucks. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. All right, five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text on. Uh, we'll get the betting angle on this weekend in college football and the NFL at one thirty with our BetQL Network insider Ryan Horvat. Coming up next, though, the college football playoff committee has spoken. And they got a couple surprises in their first installment of their top 25 rankings. We'll break that down next. First is Rust with SportsCenter. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. College Football Playoff Committee released their top 25 rankings yesterday for the first time this season. No surprise at the top. University of Tennessee is number one. A little bit of a surprise because they always like the drama 
of having like a one-two matchup game of the century. Uh, but Ohio State was number two, and Georgia was down to third, so we get cheated out of a one-versus-two matchup this weekend. Womp womp. Oh, what are we going to do? Interestingly uh, enough, coming in, well, I'll, say huh? the, I'll say interestingly enough, instead of being number two and being favored by eight points, Georgia's number three and favored by eight points. So, okay. <laughs> Look, Vegas does not agree with the college football playoff committee. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> they do not, because they have the third-ranked team in the country uh, favored by eight and a half at home over Tennessee. Meanwhile, um, Alabama, which came in at sixth, they are thirteen and a half point road favorites at number ten LSU. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yay. All right, uh, a little bit of a surprise, though, behind Georgia. We knew the top three is going to be some variation of Tennessee, Ohio State, and Georgia. Sure. Number four was a bit of a surprise because it was the Clemson Tigers coming in at number four. They have been unimpressive through large swaths of this season. Their quarterback play has been erratic, to say the least, but they are getting credit in the ACC, wildly enough, is getting a ton of credit. Uh, Clemson, according to the College Football Playoff Committee, which take it for a will, they've got three wins over top 25 teams. Okay, here's here's the thing. Here's my little pushback here. Um, yeah. NC State's the best win they have here, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I love Wake's quarterback. Syracuse, not sure how much I truly believe in that team. Um, but they eked out a, a one-score win against Syracuse, yeah. a two-score win against NC State, and mm. they squeaked out a one-score win against Wake Forest. That is correct, yeah. Remind me again how that's better than what TCU has done. That's a very good question, and I say this with a chuckle because they do have three wins over ranked teams because the college football playoff committee can formulate this any way that they want. They can make any team a ranked team that they want, so they mm-hmm. went ahead and they made NC State, which is deserving of a top 25 ranking. Syracuse has lost two in a row after a 6-0 and start where they had a 6-0 and start, and, and they do have a win over NC State. Okay, but they had a six and zero start that included wins against Louisville in Week One, UConn, Purdue, Virginia, Wagner, which is a, a, a team. It's actually a school. Believe and then, then that's when they played NC State the very next week. They have lost in consecutive weeks to Clemson and then Notre Dame, forty-one to twenty-four. Okay. So they can they, they finesse their rankings and massage them as they want. Now Clemson, they will have an opportunity to have another good win and a quality win if they advance to the ACC championship game because they're the committee is saying North Carolina is the seventeenth best uh, team in the country. Which sure, yeah, they've got a good quarterback. Uh, Drake May is has been playing lights out. Mac mm-hmm. Brown has a well coached team. Um, they've kind of gotten up off the heap. They're seven and one this year. They have an opportunity to have a quality win. I was surprised though that TCU wasn't just either at four or right behind Clemson. They were down at seventh, Jeez. just ahead of the Oregon Ducks because Michigan comes in at five, and Alabama comes in at six. TCU has wins over Oklahoma State and Kansas State. 
in two of the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. And those two teams are also ranked in, in the top 25. But it's not three like Clemson because the college football playoff committee said we're going to give Clemson the three. And they have another opportunity. Where TCU's getting a bone thrown to them is they have, in a couple of weeks, Texas. And Texas is ranked at 24th. Folks, Texas is not back. Let's get that out of the way right now. They're probably going to end up with at least four, maybe five losses. That is the most lipstick ranking I have ever seen. They're putting lipstick on it and saying, look how pretty she is. They're five and three. (laughs) They're not a – and Quinn Ewers is a very good quarterback. That is a flawed team. That is a flawed team. Texas is not back. And stop if you think that they are. They are not. I I just – yeah, I – the back end of the poll, I, I definitely – eyebrows have been raised. Texas, UCF, Oregon State being there, that, that one actually tracks. Uh, well, and, and you know what? This is the whole part about the back end of the top 25. Make it up as you the, go. <laughs> well, no, it's to prop up other teams. It, it's to create a pathway. Okay, here, here's one for you right here. Oregon State is a great example of this. Oregon State is 6-2, and two and they are deserving of being ranked. Um, and, and I believe that. But – the way that you massage and finesse this thing is that they play this week Washington, which if Washington comes out of this game with a win, okay, then you could reasonably see Washington and Oregon State just kind of flip stop flip spots in these rankings, and you sit there and you go, oh yeah, that's another six and two team. Washington then improves to 7-2, and two, and Oregon State can fall out of the rankings, and you can justify Washington being in and say, hey, they have a top 25 win against Oregon State. What does that do? That bolsters Oregon's resume the rest of the way. Because by doing this, you have Oregon has another top 20, has now three top 25 teams mm-hmm. on their schedule. If Washington beats Oregon State this week, they slide in the back end of the poll and Oregon State falls out, Oregon still has three top 25 teams One way or on another. their schedule the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And I, so that's how you massage this whole thing and finesse it out. Looking at things right now, there there is a window of opportunity for the Pac-12 to get in the college football playoff. There is. It is a, it is a narrow window, and there's, there's, there's two opportunities. I should I should qualify that really quick. Three top twenty five teams if they advance to the conference championship yes. game. I think that goes without saying. Going, and, and and realistically, then it'll be four because you'll get what will likely yeah. be in, in a chalk setting would be USC. Um, you have an opportunity with either Oregon or USC. Either one of those teams run the table. They're they're gonna they're gonna be in the college football playoff because they will have both beaten multiple top twenty five teams. And depending on how you look at it, USC's path is, is, is easier in the sense of they're going to get the prestige. Everybody wants to talk about USC being back. It'll be an easy story to sell for the, for, the, uh, for the board. Oregon, the one thing they have against them is that Georgia game. But if they run the table against a, in, in a, a Pac-12 title game that features USC, then they will have beaten UCLA, Utah, or, uh, uh, Washington, Oregon State, and USC. And Utah. And, and Utah. You would have beaten five top twenty-five ranked teams. Yeah. You at that point in time, you can't. I I don't care. 
I, I, if they get through all of that and they and they are their only loss is Georgia, then you you can't argue with the, re- the resume. Yeah, I think they I think they still do have an uphill climb just because of how big that loss was and how unprecedented it would be to have a team that loses by forty six points make the college football playoff. That's a big it's a big hill to climb, but it, it, there is that chance. We're Lloyd Christmas in this thing, and the Pac twelve has shown that carnage happens the last four weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. That ninth conference game is a big deal. It is a big deal, and we find out every single year that the Pac-12 is in the mix at the, when the college football playoff rankings initially come out, and then, and then they just eat each other, and it all falls apart. Yeah, no, the last two weeks of the, of the Pac-12 season are going to be tremendous. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Oregon, Oregon State, and I mean the rivalry games, USC, UCLA, and Oregon, Oregon State, back-to-back weeks, and that will basically set the table. And if, if, if teams hold chalk until then then you're, you're going into a Pac-12 title game with Oregon and USC with likely a chance for the college football playoff on the line for the winner. Okay, I've got, well, I've got two notes for you um, on these rankings that I think we may have figured out. The college football playoff committee doesn't love Notre Dame, but they do love one person, Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. A couple more notes from the college football playoff committee's top 25 rankings. Um, one is that we always said, what was the deal with the love affair with Notre Dame? They used to just love them some Notre Dame. I think what we're finding out is it's not Notre Dame that they love. It's Brian Kelly that they love. Yes, uh, loving Notre Dame is a character flaw, uh, first of all. Uh, number two, yeah, they, they love themselves some Brian Kelly. My goodness. First Notre Dame, now LSU. An LSU team that is going to get absolutely pasted by Alabama. And an LSU team that is has lost by how many points already this season, Dusty? Well, they lost 40-13 to 13 ah, to Tennessee. Right. But, I mean, we also are looking at uh, Oregon is ranked eighth, and they lost 49-3 to three to Georgia. But they've only lost But once. what I think is interesting is they have two losses. Yes. And they only have like one good win. They they beat Ole Miss this past weekend. Yeah, which again, Ole Miss I think has been a good team. Uh, I don't know how much of that was LSU as opposed to Ole Miss just you know stepping face first into the rake over and over again. Well, and that is that's kind of what everybody was looking at there. Is, is we talk about this all the time, the teams that are overly hyped heading into the year and what happens to them as the season goes on. I think that Kentucky is that team this year in the SEC. Mm. They were ranked in the top 10, mm-hmm. and they were ranked 7th with Will Levis at quarterback. And everybody said, hey, this could be one of the top quarterbacks in the entire NFL, college football. He may be a top pick. Kentucky has fallen on there. They've lost three of their last four games, including to Ole Miss, to South Carolina, and then 44-6 this past weekend to Tennessee. They are not ranked. That is the best win that Ole Miss has on their schedule. Period. Full stop. Ole Miss has beat Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, which fired their coach, 
Tulsa, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Auburn. Then they lost to LSU, and then they beat Texas A&M. What is the best team that they have beat? You tell me. Ole Miss. Best team they beat. Yeah. Because it's either three-loss Kentucky. uh, Yeah. Or... Yeah, because I, I think a lot five of... Five loss A&M. I think that the the big thing has been for Kentucky was, was Levis getting hurt. And But this is where we look at it and we go, but how good are these teams? Mm-hmm. How good... We have these every year where all of a sudden you're like, well, they had a really good win early in the year. Did they? Yeah, was that win actually any good? Yeah. Yeah, and I think you can fit LSU and Auburn... Uh, Ole Miss into that conversation. See, I slide now, Ohio State into that too. They, uh, they, Ohio State is doing something that is absolutely freakish offensively, though, and they were good last year. But like, again, like what? I, <laughs> you do not, you do not like I, I, Ohio State, and I don't, I, I don't know what game you're watching because when you <sighs> watch, turn on the TV, you see, you text me Marvin Harrison Jr. This past, they, he played for him last year. I know that, and again. <laughs> Who have they he played? was incredible in the Rose Bowl. Who have they? I know, I know, he's that dude. But I'm like, I just that—that's a guy that I believe in, and, and, and Smith and Jigba. Like, I, I, I get it. Yeah. But they—they they barely squeaked by Penn State. They were outplayed for 44 minutes. They on the road, which is hard to do again, against a good team. It's a Penn State team that got absolutely mauled by Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mauled. They, they won. They, they won by game. two scores. Yeah, but they won by two scores. But that's the thing. You can get outplayed for 44 minutes. It's a 60-minute game. That's why that's an entire quarter. I, I'm sorry. I should I should say 50, 54 minutes. I, mean, I, keep I, see, I don't minutes. even think it was 54. No, they, they, they didn't do They were down and, and out. There were two scores down, three scores down. With, and the, and the eight, avalanche comes. Eight minutes to go. The avalanche comes. And again. And when the avalanche comes, you, you cannot stop it. And that's what Ohio State does to teams. Who, okay, so who's the best And they've done it win? for years. Uh, again, I'm not arguing with that. They barely walk out against Notre Dame at home to open mm-hmm. the season, and they played nobody in between there. Arkansas State, Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers, yeah. Michigan State, Iowa, Penn State. Just slamming them. Slamming teams. And I just look at that, though, and I go, what happens when you actually have to play a team that has that is good on one side of the ball? Then you have a close game. They, I mean, they <laughs> haven't been playing close games. Like that's the thing. They what happened, and that's what Penn State is. That's what Penn State is. They scored more touchdowns on Iowa's defense, which is very good on that side of the ball, than Iowa had given up all season long, in one game. I, I, <laughs> their I, offense is good. I, I and I'm not d- disagreeing with their offense, but I, I don't. I, I don't. I can't look at that team and call them a number two team in the country. I, yeah. As as, de, as de, like, when I look at that team, I see the the inverse of Clemson, a just completely defunct offense that doesn't make any sense, but a very good defense. And then I look at Ohio State and I go, that's a really good offense, but a very defunct defense. They just haven't played anybody that can test them at all on the defensive side of the ball. And that is the. I think that is uh, the whole point. Is that's the hard part about college football. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you you can make these arguments here and there and everywhere because, I mean, you can make it for USC. You can make – I mean, the the toughest game that they played, they lost. Yeah. You know, you could make it for Oregon. 
toughest game they played, they got hammered. And then they've just been mauling teams uh, ever since. This is why it's good that the co- the committee releases their rankings in November <laughs> and not the beginning of the year. Yeah, because, because it would we be have all over no the place. idea. Still, we're still we're in November and we still have no idea. And here's the thing: we will find out about Ohio State. Oh yeah, because they do. And again, talking about the rivalry games, we do get Ohio State, Michigan in the season. Yes, we do. So one yes, way or the other, do. one of those teams is falling out. Even yeah. though Ohio State plays nobody between now and then, they play Northwestern, Indiana, Maryland. Yeah, odd. What a well, path. Don't look at Clemson's schedule. Oh, I know. Got Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina. Yeah, I, yikes. Well, and, and this is the this is the tough part for the Pac-12. You know, we talked about this. Oregon has got two rivalry games with Oregon State, which is ranked in the top twenty-five. And if Washington wins this week, uh, they will play next week against a ranked UW team because they'll probably just swap spots with Oregon State. They have another ranked matchup with uh, number 14, Utah. There's the potential that Oregon finishes the year with three consecutive ranked opponents, Washington, Utah, and Oregon State after this weekend. That's the nine-game conference schedule that will get you. (laughs) Just a little bit more difficult than that Big Ten slate. Just a hair. Just a hair. And and look, uh, USC still got UCLA on the schedule. They got them in a couple of weeks. So, hey, now's not the time to panic. The door's still open. Uh, just let's let's not screw this thing up, um, Pac-12. We can't blame Larry Scott anymore, so don't do it. Well, just I mean, you still, you still can for how, how much longer is that TV deal active for? <laughs> we've got two more years. Two more okay, years. So we've got two more years. <laughs> 503-250-1080. That is a fan text sign. Get some of your feedback on the initial rankings as the show goes on. But the trade deadline passed, which – Got us thinking, which team has the best weapons in the NFL now? The best collection of offensive weapons? Danny Dusty on the fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.